Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Logan's Devotions. It's great to be together. Wonderful to open up God's Word for another day and see what he has to say. We're turning through to Luke chapter 8 again, but before I read our passage, as always, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word and we ask you to apply it to our hearts today. That as we read it and seek to understand it, that you would help us to behold lovely things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're turning through to Luke 8, as I said, and picking up at verse 1. Soon afterward, he, that is Jesus, went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's household manager. And Susanna, and many others, who provided for them out of their means. It's been once said, and many times repeated, God had one son, and he made him a preacher. And that's exactly what Luke says here. We've finished off a section at the end of chapter 7, and we pick up a new one, and Luke, as is often the way, introduces the section with a bit of a summary of what's coming ahead, or a summary of the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. And so the first thing he says is that Jesus went about preaching the gospel. He went throughout cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And here we see that in spite of all the miracles, all of the wonders, all of the different things that Jesus did, the primary purpose that he fulfilled while he walked on this earth was to preach the good news of the gospel. And this is a very important lesson for us. Our ministers can be engaged in many different activities. They can be very busy, but the one thing they must do and be consistent in, in season and out of season, as Paul would say to Timothy, is to preach the gospel, to proclaim the word of God, to bring the word to God's people and into a broken world. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing Christ. You see, the way salvation comes into this world is not through visions and dreams, but through the word of God, by God speaking into this world and declaring salvation for dead sinners. And he continues to do that today. Yes, he did it through Jesus Christ, but he continues to do it today through voice pieces, mouthpieces like myself and other preachers of the gospel. However, it's important for us to recognize something, and that is that every mouthpiece of God cannot exist nor work alone. You see, often we can start to think that, you know, the ministers and the missionaries, they're the ones who do the real work. No one else is really needed, as long as we have someone to preach. And that's just not true. What's fascinating about what we find here in this section is that Jesus was never alone. He 
didn't do his work alone, and he couldn't do his work alone. He needed help. He needed support. And so Luke lists off this little band that went along with Jesus. He tells us that the twelve were with him. And then, more specifically, talks about those who were with him to give him support. He says, Also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. Luke says to Theophilus and to you and I, Jesus did not go by himself, but he had the support of this group of women that had been restored by his hands, either of evil spirits or through the preaching of the gospel. This group of women had been gathered together, and they, out of their own means, were providing for and supporting Jesus and his ministry. Maybe they were there day by day proactively feeding him and tenderly caring for him. Maybe they were just providing out of their resources. But either way, they were selflessly giving of themselves for the sake of the kingdom of God. They lovingly laid down their lives so that Jesus Christ could do his ministry. And that's an important principle for us, isn't it? The minister of the gospel, the preacher that you have, cannot do what he does without you. You are essential to the preaching of the gospel. I mean, for one thing, you need to listen to it, right? But you need to provide for him. You need to encourage him. You need to minister to him. You need to support him so that he can do what God has set him aside to do. It's no different for me as it was for Jesus. We can't do it alone. We need you around us, caring for us, ministering for us. But I want you to notice one more thing in this passage, and that is the powerful effect that the preaching of Christ had. You see, this list of the twelve and all these women are a glorious testimony to the power of the preached word of Christ. When Christ speaks, sinners get saved. Even even the household manager of Herod, chooser, his wife, Joanna. Isn't that a telling sign? I don't know if you've ever picked up on that before. Remember Herod, the guy who hates Jesus? His household manager, that guy's wife, is a supporter of Jesus. So Herod's, Herod's paying a guy whose wife is using his money to support Jesus. And and all of these people are a living testimony of the power of the word of Christ. And the same is true for all of us. In, In whatever way that we're supporting the ministry, though we ourselves may not be the one preaching the word, we are a living testimony of the fact that the word of God is powerful and effective. We are walking witnesses to the gospel of Christ and its power. That's a glorious thing to be, isn't it? And so as we go into our workplaces and into our homes, when we are talking with our families, when we're doing our supermarket shopping, we ought to do all of it as a testimony to God's grace. So that when our ministers preach the gospel, 
we can, like Luke here, say, and look at all the people gathered around him. They're all trophies of grace. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you that your word is powerful and effective in the hearts of the hearers. And we do pray that you would continue to speak today through things like this, but especially Sunday by Sunday as your word is preached. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.